Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, Six Forgotten Warriors, Chapter 5. All right, Bry Guy, this is the big uh, finale here, Chapter 5 of the Six Warriors. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Under the I seventh heard... sign of the eighth wonder <laughs> of, of the, the world. <laughs> number nine? Number nine? <laughs> uh, did you forget about the Warriors? I, I forgot about them. There's six of them. I just forgot all about them, didn't you? You just said the six warriors. You refresh my memory there. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. I clued you back in. They Thank they you. started calling them here in this episode. Did you notice they started uh, referring to them in, in much the way they uh, talk about the Avengers in comic side? They they were calling them oh, like they were like calling Earth's them Earth's Mightiest, Mightiest Hero. Heroes or whatever. Yeah. 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 They got mm-hmm. they got rounded up to that. Maybe they got rounded up to America. Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, because Captain America was involved. Maybe is mm-hmm, that why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I would expect so. Yes, that that would. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> but so we have, um, we have some divergence of opinion here uh, that will yeah. that we'll get to talk to, and that's that's always fun. And you know, we kind of get to look at not just this uh, final chapter, but the whole arc of the of the Forgotten Warriors here. And um, so yeah, there, there's plenty to talk about. For um, sure. I've got kind of, I think, an exhaustive uh, description of what happens yeah. in this episode. And honestly, as I was as I was sitting down to write this, I thought this is going to be a really succinct description because, <laughs> like, to me, I I'll give away my I'll I'll show you my cards pretty early here. Yeah. I didn't think like a ton happened in this episode that was super interesting. But then okay. I but then I wrote the. Then I wrote the synopsis, and I was like, "Oh, I guess there was a lot of stuff that happened." So, anyway, do you want to, do you want me to tell you what this episode yeah. is all about? I, and if you want me to time you, as long as you keep it shorter than the actual episode, it's fine, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's I, I think that's reasonable. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so Spidey and Silver Sable they track Red Skull down a hallway uh, around some corners, and then they get to a dead end, and then. There's a secret door, and there's Red Skull, and he invites him in to see his, uh, see him turn his son into the Doomsday Weapon, a powerful supervillain who can control all energy called Electro. And I went, uh. <laughs> Spidey and Sable get thrown back through the door where the rest of the party uh, was holed up with the dead robots. Uh, Kingpin is not impressed uh, that this is the weapon. Electro is like he he like uh, electro blasts and sort of electro vortex or or tornadoes at all of them and like he's he's ready to just kind of lay waste to the whole uh, whole gaggle of people in the doomsday thing there and then he's like ah this still kind of hurts getting electrified and and Red Skull says its body is not adapted to the what the strength you have so much power okay all right so then the bad guys yeah. leave. And the rest are kind of, you know, left to their devices there. Um, Kingpin, who had tried to, like, bear hug Electro and, and got the worst part of that, he he goes, he gets into an ambulance and just yeah. gets, gets taken to the hospital or whatever. And then uh, Doc Ock, Scorpion, and Rhino, they, they're like, uh, I've had it with this whole thing, and they just leave. Cap and the uh, rest of the American Warriors and Spider-Man, they all assemble on a rooftop with Silver Sable and the Wild Pack, and they're like, what are we going to do next? And Cap is like, you know what? Foreigners, go home. We got this. And I was like, hmm, well, that's it's an interesting way for the, uh, you know, for like the one of the leaders of the uh, Allied Forces 
to to uh, you know kind of kick a gift horse in the mouth. But Spidey's <laughs> like, no, he's too powerful for you. And she's like, okay, we'll go home. And and she just leaves yep. uh, with her people. And then uh, the 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 rest of the old people in Spider Man they go back to their old base that still exists for some reason. Uh, Fifty years later to make a plan. Uh, for what they're going to do. Uh, Red Skull, Chameleon, and Electro, they're laying low in like a subway tunnel or something. Um, yeah. And Electro is like, I'm the one who has all the power and, and I, I don't need any of you guys. And he uh, he shocks his dad and then he flies away. And Red Skull says to Chameleon, it's no big deal. I knew this would happen. Yes. I have a plan. Mm-hmm. Electro uses the J3 communication satellites uh, to broadcast his uh, ruler of the world speech to everyone uh, across the, I guess, entire world. Uh, Spidey Cap and the Warriors fight him on a roof again. And then MJ, who has run down there because she saw Spider-Man on TV, she gets caught in the crossfire. And Cap says to Spidey, that's the price of doing this job. But no need to worry, uh, fair listener. She will be just fine. Uh, then, uh, you Right, yeah. And then Electro <laughs> goes and he resurrects the giant robots. Uh, and, yep, and then yep. he takes them to the UN where he, much like Dr. Doom in 1981, uh, mistakenly believes that he can be elected ruler of the world if he just goes to the UN (laughs) and demands it. Anyway, the warriors, they fight the the robots uh, while while Spidey and Cap go back to the Doomsday Complex uh, to fire up the Vortex again because that's the only thing that can stop Electro. Uh, While the warriors are fighting the robots uh, at the UN, Nick Fury and the S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarrier they show up and they start flying airplanes at Electro and he just blasts them all out of the sky and there's guys jumping out of parachutes and then uh, and then Electro uh, basically defeats the entire S.H.I.E.L.D. organization um, mm-hmm. and Nick Fury ends up in the Hudson River uh, in a parachute. Shortly after that, Cap and Spidey get to the Doomsday Complex and so do Red Skull and Chameleon who have the exact same plan uh, to use the, the Vortex machine to, to take care of Electro or get him back under control. Turning the Vortex machine back on attracts Electro like an energy honeybee or something like that. He's like, I can feel it, and I'm going to go get him. Cap and Skull, they end up in the same hand-to-hand fisticuffs that they did 50 years ago, and they get yep. sucked back into the Vortex, but uh, not before Cap tells a anxious Spider-Man that he can do it. He'll be, still be able to defeat Electro. Uh, smart guy, that Captain America. what's up. Uh, in the meantime, the uh, uh, American warriors beat the robots. Spidey uses uh, basically uses Electro's ego against him to trick him into blowing up the vortex control panel, and then that somehow sucks him in. I don't you you setting your notes too like there's a lot of there's a lot of weird science speak here that really doesn't make any sense at all. But anyway, right, right. he gets sucked in and then pulls the plug on the and I wanted to make note of this the self-perpetuating energy field that is just that powers itself he pulls the plug on that um after after the warriors (laughs) after the warriors meet back up with spidey uh then they blow the complex and and kind of bury it for good uh so there'll be no coming back for captain america or red skull ever again you hope and then and then the (laughs) the forgotten warriors kind of walk off into the sunset and after that, uh, there's a, another epilogue where Pete uh, webs his way back home, and MJ is like, "She's." Uh, I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but she basically says something like, "Please always be everything that I need and everything that the world needs at the same time." And he's like, "No problem." <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Boy, when you put it like that, this episode sucked, Jason. <laughs> when you summarize it. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, my no, don't be sorry. My opinion uh, comes hope- through in this in this uh, 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 summary that I that I've offered to you. So yeah, yeah, it it did, and that's okay. I think we disagreed at first, but I think the more we talk about this, I don't really have much to argue with your opinions, which I know we'll go over. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I just felt that. On for, now, now I watched this once. You watched it twice or three times? Two times. Two times I two watched times. it. Yeah. Maybe a third time you'll come back around. But my my <laughs> one, my one time watching it, I thought it needed more time. They they it really absolutely rushed. needed more yeah. time. That is yeah. my chief complaint here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, like we've been joking about it, it's called Six Forgotten Warriors, told in five parts. It's right there. Like, right. right. A third grader could be like, wait, Six Forgotten Warriors. <laughs> Six parts of an arc. Right, like, right. On, it's yeah, right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Right there. It writes itself. So we've been joking about that, but that really should be mm-hmm, what they did mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Or that you put helped. it in your notes too. Could this have been an entire story arc within a season? Like a season-long story arc. Yeah, like yeah. Sons of the Father. I might have lost interest in it if it was that long, but it, it mm-hmm, somewhere mm-hmm. in between, yeah, I would have yeah. liked it more. I liked more about it than you did because I was, I think just kind of happy that the story was over <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And that, yeah. and that I feel like they might've planted more seeds in upcoming episodes. I don't know if you felt that way at all, but hmm. like the speech that Captain America gave to Peter Parker as he's going back into the, you mm-hmm, know, the time mm-hmm. freeze sucker or whatever it's called for. Yeah, yeah, years, yeah. We presume the stuff with Mary Jane and Anna telling her like, just knock it off. I love him. And, and, he he's sweet blah 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 but they're gonna break my heart jason if i think that every seed that they planted is gonna get watered and come to fruition sure what sure we have seven episodes left right? yeah yeah and so, and, and two of them yeah. are hydroman um yeah in the next <laughs> right. couple of weeks here so yeah 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 no i so well tell me tell me yeah tell me what what some of the other things were that you liked about this. Let's let's talk okay. about the let's talk about the positives cuz I did have some positives here. Mm-hmm. There were there were some things that I found really disappointing that kind of dragged it down for me, but I did yeah. I did like some stuff. So I, like I loved seeing Captain America do more stuff. Like I I know mm-hmm. I know when we finished part 4 we we talked last time that like hmm it looked like maybe this is going to be like the Spidey and Silver Sable versus Red Skull show. Like we didn't know yeah, yeah. exactly how that was going to play out or, or how sure. much those American warriors were going to be uh, uh, involved. Forgotten. Right. Right. Or <laughs> forgotten. And, um, but I was, yeah, I, I was really glad that they were, that uh, Cap and the rest of them were still in this a lot and had a lot of, had a lot of things to do. I agree. And mm-hmm. I also like the voice characterization of Captain America. I yeah, really like yeah. the way this actor treated Captain America. I like that he was a little bit more three-dimensional. You know, last it wasn't that long ago, just last week, where he was saying, you know, let's fight and protect democracy. Right. Like he was just <laughs> right. saying a catchphrase, right? Right, right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> where was he on January sixth, Jason? I don't know, bud. I don't know. Um, he was still in that him. vortex. He must be. Yeah, that's true. Another 45 years or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I liked the way he was portrayed. I also, at first blush, I didn't like, speaking of Captain America's adversary, Red Skull, I didn't like that he created Electro. I thought that was a cop out. It bothered me. But you asked me what I liked. What I did like was some of the fail safes that he had in place. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. when Electro has his little teenage temper tantrum, like, you know, basically, like you said in your synopsis, flies away and, and zaps his dad. And he's like, I'll be more powerful than all of you. Mm-hmm. Red Skull was just kind of like, 
I knew he was going to do that, and I'm ready for it. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we can't really underestimate Red Skull's intelligence, right? Like, he's yeah. probably yeah. a good supervillain, right? Oh, I, yeah, I would ima- I would imagine so. I would imagine yeah. so. Yeah. Like, he, he's, he's got some stuff figured out. So I liked that. Sure, sure. And, I mean, and, you know, honestly, in speaking of that, like, that's... That's one of the things that I didn't I didn't note, but really that that's another thing that I could have wished for in this one that like Red Skull himself would have had more screen time and more chance to like show some of the depth of his character because really yeah I mean we we spend a lot of time in the course of this arc getting to this Red Skull resurrection point which we just had last week right like we just we just had that in part in chapter four. That was in part two. No, or, that was sorry, that's, three, that's son of the three. son of the skull. It was in, oh, okay, okay, right? Am I, yeah, I am think I wrong? Right. Yeah, uh, he, he comes. Yeah. He gets suck, He comes out of the vortex at the same time as Cap does. Obviously, I think it was. Right. I think it was just last time. But anyway, okay. the whole point is the, the, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have much time to do anything other than you know sort of give birth to Electro, and then right. and then you know uh, <laughs> I guess kind of try to. Like I've said in my notes, put the genie back in the bottle. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't know. I, I felt like that's one of the that's one of the things where with more episodes. Yeah. You know, I like you said six six kind of writes itself. I feel like this would have been perfectly served by like mm, eight or nine. I I would I would have done this yeah. in like eight or nine parts, and that's and a- given. Given uh, I, I the the first four, I would leave largely the same way, and then uh, like beginning with this one, I would have I would have opened it up more, and given uh, Red Skull and Electro more time to sort of uh, develop on screen. Would you have made Red Skull have a Doomsday device that's an actual device, not a thing, not a person? I mean, or, or well, like, like a, yeah, like a nuclear I mean, warhead that could destroy the world. That's what I thought they were building up to. Or or something like that, right? Or yeah, some kind of yeah. some kind of be it, it, and it would have you know it would be on brand for uh, Nazis, <laughs> um, yes, and for right. for Hitler <laughs> to have had yeah. like some sort of rocket or bomb, you know, that would right. that that was extremely advanced. I think if they had done that, then you could wrap this up in five parts pretty uh, pretty easily. I think going going with okay, we're bring we're creating a new a new all powerful character here in the final twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it need yeah. more time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to my way of thinking. Yeah, we we get we get the introduction of what the Doomsday Device is, and then we also know how it can be defeated, and it's defeated in the span of twenty minutes. That's, right. Right. If that's not rushed. I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and. Uh, yeah, I, I I feel that I agree with you as far as Red Skull should have been used more. Mm-hmm. And I would be I would have been okay just taking Electro out of the equation completely and give him his own episode. Sure. Sure. You know? Yeah. He was yeah. treated like a villain of the week, and that was something I put in my notes. And and mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. if there's this much build up to it, with all of the warriors coming together, Shield coming together, Captain America coming back, right, right, Cable being involved, right, and mm-hmm. all of her friends, why the heck is it something that they can defeat in 20 minutes? Yeah. That's a, yeah. that's a cop out if, if ever there was one. Yeah. Yeah. But you wanted to know what I liked. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I wanted to know what you liked. <laughs> I liked the scene with Anna and MJ. Yeah. I liked yeah. It. Did you enjoy that? Did it just kind of go past you? It, and we it, didn't really it, think much it, of it. It washed past me, but when you, when you pointed out again and that you uh, like that, it's, 
you make you make a good point there that it's really the first time N- MJ has ever like said anything to her other than oh Aunt Anna don't be like yeah. that you know it's like yeah, exactly. she actually uh, she actually made an argument for the first time uh, about right. it and like and told her to sort of get over it and mm-hmm. that that is all it took because mm-hmm. Anna was mm-hmm. like yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> no one's ever told me that he's nice before. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't see it. Now I see it from your perspective. Uh-huh. Touché. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let me see. What else did I like? I did like Red Skull saying New World Order. I liked that whole uh, speech he gave to Electro right before his, his temper tantrum. That mm-hmm. whole scene mm-hmm. played out nicely, I thought. I liked that Kingpin at the three minute and 37 mark basically said what the whole audience was thinking. You mean to tell me that the Doomsday's device that we've all been fearing is this, is your son in a really tight yellow suit. That's like, and like I've never, I've never been so simpatico with Wilson Fisk in my life. Like, right, he, right. like he, like the word, the word bubble was hovering over both our lips. That's yeah, that's exactly. how that was going. Yeah, yeah. Right. If this if this had been like made now, he probably just would have been like, "K." <laughs> <laughs> that was the same sort of like sentiment that came across because that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, I, I guess what I liked about it, in sort of a nutshell, is that I went into it knowing it was going to be a five parter. Mm-hmm, I'm kind mm-hmm. of glad it's over. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like things were wrapped up, sort of, sort of, with. Also, some questions answered, but new questions that I hope they do answer. So I guess that's mm-hmm. the long mm-hmm. and short of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You and I want to jump to that in your notes, if you don't mind. You mentioned yeah, go ahead. what questions do you still have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still don't know, right? Why did Nick Fury say that the Parkers can't be cleared? That's probably the right. biggest bugaboo for me right now. <laughs> right. It was like that was the, when because he said that way back in episode one, right? Right. Yeah. Or way back in part one of the Six Forgotten Warriors, and right. Like it's, it doesn't it doesn't seem like a throwaway line. Like it's no, it's it, no. it sounds important. Like and that yeah. it's going to that it's gonna mean something. It's and the gun re- on the stage. And really, it turns out it meant nothing. It, it like you think it never will. Yeah, I I don't think I don't think yeah. you're gonna pick that back up. I yeah. yeah 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 I agree. And I've given up on um, Mary Jane's haunting. I, yeah, yeah, forget that. Forget, done, just, just done. forget that, man. It's yeah, that's all it's over. It's out of my head. What the um, the one other question that I didn't put a check mark by, uh, as far as like Mosley giving uh, Robbie the ring uh, yeah. to talk to the guy in in Russia. I think I I didn't put a check by that, but I guess I can imagine that it was it was basically just to warn him and try to get him out of there ahead of. Crag off getting to him, you know, like, you know, the because we, because at the time that I, we had that question, we didn't know that Mosley was the Black Marvel, that he was one of the Forgotten Warriors. Right. And right. so if you if you rethink that again, like, OK, don't think of Professor Mosley sending him over there. Think of one of those heroes sort of taking some action, trying to trying to head head this plan off and, yeah. and kind of sending his agent to go and do that. I guess that makes a little bit more sense to me. So I'll, I'll, I'll give that, I'll give that an implied check. um, Yeah. And and let that, uh, let that one lie. But the, doesn't it feel like not hearing anything else about the Parkers was, uh, was disappointing. Yeah. And and I feel like the trip to Russia was just kind of for naught. Like Mm -hmm. what's Mm -hmm. the payoff for that, for them going to, they were there and back in the same episode. Right. Right. 
feel like that might have just been a there, waste. There were, you know, yeah. The and the more I think about this, like if you if you think of that, like there was there was that part right where we we came into this knowing there were. No, I think in the I think in part one they didn't even mention the forgotten warriors until Robbie was sitting on Peter next to the plane, right? Or, or, yes. or, or it was like it was like we didn't hear that phrase in the episode in the you know when the characters talking about it until we were, were in this away. So there's right. that there's that whole thing where you could have kind of you know exploded out this this intrigue surrounding Peter's parents because that's that's really interesting and there was more story there obviously we we've, we've got questions uh, remaining about it that's something that you could have kind of pulled apart for maybe a couple more episodes you know and and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. leave them in Russia to kind of figure that out you figure right. that out all right and then you move on to okay now we've got a problem with this new red skull you know, uh, and and this uh, doomsday weapon. Okay, well now that's a whole. That's a that's really kind of what they. That's the big chunk of what they did in the course of this. So you maybe you leave that as it is, and then you get to the end here, and you're like, okay, brand new supervillain. He just he needed a lot more runway, Bry guy. It was yeah, just agreed. it was it was too much too fast. If you yeah, if you get someone that powerful getting getting taken out this fast, it's really disappointing to me. And and. And like I said, I, I that's without even bringing up the fact that I was also really disappointed that they just sidelined Silver Sable, like, immediately. Yes. Like, and just, for what reason? Right. Yeah, you know, like, she could have shot some blasters at, the, at, yeah, at Electro or, the or yeah. teamed up with S.H.I.E.L.D. somehow or something like that. You could have, I mean, you could have kept her in the loop even if she wasn't directly a part of it, right? Did, did Captain America give one good reason to Sable why she couldn't join them? No, it was just... You're going to get hurt. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, And, and yeah. Spider-Man said basically the same thing that Captain America said, and then Sable was like, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I really... I was worried that it was a misogynistic kind of thing, like mm-hmm. the boys mm-hmm. are going to fight now. Right, right. That, that that was the reason, but mm-hmm. there's no reason. And Captain America was wrong. He gets pulled back into the <laughs> right, vortex. Right, right. <laughs> he did need her help. Yep, yep. No, no, for sure, for sure. So, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling here, Jason, as to why I gave this as high of a radioactive spider <laughs> rating as I did. So thank you for all you do. This is, this is the influence oh, you have on me, that's what, I, that's what I'm all about. I did, um, you know, hearkening uh, back again, uh, just flopping back to likes versus dislikes or, or what yeah, worked. Yeah. You know, you, you keyed in on that uh, Anna and MJ scene, and I really keyed in on... Uh, what happened immediately after because there is this you know there there is always this uh, idea that floating around in Peter's head about whether or not he should be doing this and when MJ gets electrode on the rooftop yeah. it gives <laughs> it gives him and Cap a chance to have that conversation because you know you know Pete is about to spiral back down to oh, I should not be Spider-Man I yes, should I gotta always. stop doing this and Cap kind of talks him back off that ledge Yep. And that's where that's where the title of this episode comes from, right? The price of heroism. That's yeah. that's what the uh, cap is talking about. And maybe, like you said, that that sinks in for him uh, uh, at some uh, on some level now. I so I liked that little bit of a development there. I also really liked the even though I would have loved to see them kind of fighting and stuff, maybe even more in this. I I liked the the sunset walk for the. 
for oh, the yeah, Forgotten yeah, Warriors right. at the end. I said it was like right. it was like it, it was like a it, it was like if Watchmen had a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know? right, right. They they literally walked off into the sunset. Right, and right. Peter knew it was a great moment. He got a picture of it. Right, yeah. right, yeah. And after I liked the J.D. Salinger quote. I thought that was mm-hmm. a little bit like cerebral and dark for a kid show like yeah yeah show, show me your hero and i'll write him a tragedy like wow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was and then but then he immediately negated and he was like well captain america's life was no tragedy but y- you know what he's saying you know uh-huh, uh-huh. right <laughs> catcher in the rye good book <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh boy uh, yeah so i liked that too you mentioned that as well do you think do you know the show well enough to be able to predict that those seeds they planted i'm going to use the example you just made jason of cap saying, you know, you have to be a warrior. That's the price of heroism. Do you know the show well enough to predict that that will come into play again if and when Peter Parker begins his descent into not wanting to be Spider-Man anymore? Mm-hmm. No, I, I can't I can't make that prediction. Here's <laughs> you you what, have no reason to be optimistic. Here's what I would hope. Here's what I would hope, that they just leave that that whole, that, that little angsty uh, sweater that he puts on, just leave that in the closet for the rest of yeah. the series. Just, yeah. Just you can do, do it for seven episodes. Just don't yeah. talk about it anymore. You know, right, just right. just forget that. Forget that. You've um, matured past it, right? Right, right. Now, one of the things that really bothered me here was <laughs> base was turning Electro into Red Skull's son, and yeah, and bringing in this classic Spider-Man villain from like from like what issue number nine or something like that. Very early Spider-Man yeah. villain. Electro is he's he's an yeah. all-timer. He sure. um he's on the Mount Rushmore. He's on the Mount Rushmore. And I was like you got to be kidding me. You're going to th- this but but you you Brian <laughs> yeah <laughs> doing a little bit more work. You're doing a little bit you're clicking a few more links than I am here. Uh-huh. Yep. Tell me tell me why I didn't need to get so upset about that. So it's not necessarily canon, but they he they kind of took two of the character in the comics and made this one there's ivan kronoff who appeared in captain america a communist during you know the cold war and fought captain america and it's weird though i think in this in this show he's called kragoff instead of kronoff kragoff yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so they changed that for some strange reason and they come so you got like the nazi connection there the communist nazi connection there but that guy that guy who fought cap you're saying he was called electro and he had like power over electricity is that is is that true it looks like it from yeah. the picture i mean it looks mm-hmm. like his name yeah yeah mm-hmm. electro ivan kronoff and mm-hmm. then electro maxwell dylan is the the electro you were talking about that appeared in spite you're right spider-man mm-hmm. number nine in 1963 mm-hmm. so he, mm-hmm. he combined the two but nowhere in any comics <laughs> is he at all related to red skull not related and to I red skull at all yeah mm-hmm. i can't find a red skull thing anywhere where where he procreated <laughs> <laughs> that's legit legit uh yeah. l- legit criticism i i give it I, I i i mean i at least know where or can imagine where semper's head was at using electro in the in this role in the you know in this story if there was a character called electro who who was an adversary of captain america i can okay. i can at least imagine how that would happen because honestly when it when first when first he rolled that tube over and here's the green tights with the yellow lightning bolts i was like are you 
kidding me? Yeah. Electro is your doomsday weapon, and on and you know, and honestly, he's he's rolling out of there, and I was my head went back to it's obviously not the same, but it's like my head went back to like the the performance of the character that uh, Jamie Fox gave us in. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2, where Maxwell yeah. Dillon is like this, you know, he's this Nerdy in, insecure, yeah. you know, uh, Spidey super fan, you know, uh, who who is definitely not ruling the world anytime soon. You no. know, it's like it's, it's not not remotely similar. So what they it, it sounds like what they did here is they used some shades of that Golden Age character, dressed him in Maxwell <laughs> Dillon's costume and 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 pushed it out and said here all powerful electro um yeah yep and yeah and and just hmm. sloppy 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 jason That's, not that great I mean, not that great and i think this i think as a as a writer as you are and i aspire to be kind of sorta mm-hmm. i think you probably took more issue with some of those choices but now that we talk about it more mm-hmm. it just it just feels like sloppy is is the is the word. And did you like Jamie Foxx's Electro? I did. Oh, I it did too. Things, I did too. Yeah. One of the things yeah. I liked about Amazing Spider-Man too, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. And you know, in, in before we uh, talked about this and you let me know about that, uh, that old, uh, character, I, I had even written in my, uh, notes about what didn't work for me. I said, you know, Electro, ugh, really? Like you couldn't come up with a, like a golden age supervillain. And the thing is, yeah. this, the thing is about this plan it's Red Skull's plan from World War Two. Like, yeah. If if <laughs> he's he's he was literally like you know brought back into the future. There, the you 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 can't you can't impose fifty years of information on this guy and be like you know like you would you it would make more sense to me for him to trot out like an old timey kind of villain. You know, yeah. same well, the same kind of powers, whatever you know, manipulate electrical fields, you know, or, or you know, control yeah. the world's energy, whatever. But just give him, just just don't put him in that lightning bolt costume, you know, yeah, like, and and, and call him something else. You've got you've got your golden age forgotten warriors. Give us a golden age villain to to put them up against. So you mentioned where John Semper's head was at, and this might throw another wrinkle in your criticism as well. Mm-hmm. Did you read about the whole James Cameron Electro thing in the in the uh, notes here? No, no, I missed that. So they wanted to use Electro early on in the run of this series, mm-hmm. right? Like, because mm-hmm. yeah. he's one of the villains. This one and Sandman Semper wanted to use, but yeah. James Cameron was had a oh. treatment written for. A, for a Spider-Man movie, movie yeah. mm-hmm. with those two, Sandman and Electro, as the villains. And right before they finished this episode, that went bye-bye. That went, you know, like in development oh. hell or wherever it goes. Mm-hmm. So then Zipper mm-hmm. was like, sweet, I can use Electro. Uh-huh. And I'm wondering if that's why it feels so shoehorned in. Yeah, because it was. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> yes. It doesn't feel like it. It was. Because it was. Yeah. 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 Oh. It was a literal shoehorn. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh. So I, All right. Well. I, I don't want to give it a pass, mm-hmm. but it, it, mm-hmm. it makes it make more sense. Yeah. I still yeah. feel like it's floppy, and I still feel like Semper or whoever could have said, let's just make, like you said, let's make a new villain. Mm-hmm. Or let's find someone that Captain America fought, because yeah. Captain America, Red Scholar here, mm-hmm. they should be on that same level if they're fighting a villain, yeah. right? Yeah. Of, that, of that era. Mm-hmm. Or just, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Just get rid of the lineage. That, that to me, would have solved a lot of problems. Don't make Electro Red Skull's son. 
That's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, well, it worked for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good thing to say when you're uh-huh. writing a script. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Had yeah. Had had problems. Had yeah, problems. Same. But I. Oh, let, let's think about the the we. We've been talking a lot about this episode, and let's let's put the maybe the issues with this episode aside. Overall, as we as we think through this Forgotten Warriors thing, I really liked that those characters, the the six Forgotten Warriors, like we got to we we got to see them sort of reemerge. We had that flashback episode where we saw them in their heyday. You know, we see them kind of we see them triumphant. In this last fight, which which I said that was one of the things I liked. It was almost like it was very, uh, it, it was it was very World War Two ish, right? Where they are where yeah. they're protecting the UN because in World War Two they were protecting the world from fascism and and and, and the Nazis, Nazis, right? Yeah, yeah. And and so it felt kind of like that again, where they're where they're the last vanguard against tyranny, you know. So yeah. I I liked I really. There were there are we can probably find and and remember certain moments, but for the most part, I liked everything that they did with those characters. I thought they were treated really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. I agree. I think I think that that's what we. I mean, I like from early on. I was comparing them to the Watchmen, and I still kind of felt that towards the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, like you said, the ending was different, yeah. but I really did like all of these characters, and I wouldn't mind seeing a series just with them. <laughs> sure, sure, that would be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, maybe let's do this. Let's talk <laughs> first. Let's talk through our radioactive spiders for the for episode for chapter five here. Okay. I gave it one and a half. I said this. Oh. This one was. This one was barely above failure as a as a single episode it was just like they i was thoroughly disappointed by how they concluded it when i felt like we had been set up in in such mm-hmm. great in such a great yeah. situation particularly over the two preceding episodes i i was yeah. i was really i really felt like i was hung out to dry in chapter 5 they broke your heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you talked me down a whole radioactive spider, so wow. I'm okay. down. I'm down to two and a half. I had it as three and a half. And uh-huh. I was thinking about the series, small series, six mm. part. Sorry, five part series. <laughs> um, should have been six. If you're listening, Semper, make a new episode just for me. the The whole five part thing, I mm-hmm. gave a little bit higher. We'll get to that in a moment, but yeah, I'd give this one two and a half. It was a letdown. Mm-hmm. So again, that that being said, overall. You know, I, I I thought the for the vast majority of the stretch, pacing was pacing was really good. Yeah, I like variety of characters that had things to do, and you kind of had people come in and in and out too, right? Like you had, uh, we had Robbie Robertson was really important early on, and then uh, we had Aunt May had things to do in the in the first uh, chapter or or two or so uh, as well. And that you know, kind of, kind of fades out, and we, it, I, I don't know, I just, I liked how it, kind of developed and how it moved along uh, most yeah. of the way here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in general, I liked everything that you just said. I liked the characters. I liked how it moved on. I just hope that it's not going to be, to you, to coin a phrase here, to use the bad dad joke. I hope it's not all forgotten mm. in these last seven episodes. Sure, sure. But yeah. Russia sure was. So <laughs> forget it, right? Maybe that's maybe that's what they're doing to us, Jason. They're saying mm-hmm. this is the Forgotten Warriors, so just forget about this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even worry about it after episode six, folks. 
<laughs> oh, so it, give me your honest opinion. You think you think I don't think we're going to probably see Silver Sable again in the in the last no nope, part I don't. of the series. No, no. Nope. You think I don't think we're going to see I, Shield either? I was going to say I don't think we're going to see Nick Fury either because nope. I think I think what the I think what we witnessed here is the end of Shield for this series. Right? Agreed. Yeah. So we'll never yeah. find out why Nick Fury said what he said about Parker's yeah. parents. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're going to learn that. No. You know, I I guess overall. I'm going to give, I would, I would give, if I had to, if I had to throw a rating out for the, for the all five parts, I guess I would give it a three and a half. Um, uh, it was, it it was mostly very solid. This, this last chapter left a, uh, a a bitter taste behind, but, um, you know, they, they did a lot of good work most of the way through. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. Just Mm -hmm. needed more room to breathe, needed more development and needed less, um, procreating procreating a skull <laughs> how many episodes do you th- i said i said somewhere between eight and nine how many episodes would you have liked to have seen six you think you think you think one yeah, more I, yeah you think one yeah. more would have made it yeah yeah just mm-hmm. the, the numerologist in me wants six episodes for the six forgotten warriors yeah yeah and, and i think they would have to do a lot of revising for the fifth episode mm-hmm. to make a really strong ending with five and six you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. They, yeah. i wouldn't just want a part six thrown at the end of this because it's wrapped up i sure, want them to sure. fix a lot of five <laughs> yeah yeah no i hear you i hear you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no that's that, that all makes sense you know it, it, listeners uh feel free to to yeah, talk back to us on this um because yep. i i'm curious what what you think one of the things that i will note about this and and that uh helped me i think enjoy it overall is that you know it, we've had we've had other kind of longer serialized stories told yeah. in the course of this series but this one was extremely tight like this was you know there like when we think of the neogenic nightmare for example that had yeah. that had a lot of that had sort of a lot of loosely connected tendrils that were that were sort of flailing all yeah. over the place exactly. you know but and there was there was sort of like the yeah it was all just like loose ends flapping off of one <laughs> one thicker rope that was in the middle what this, what this analogy is Jason. <laughs> i don't know either buddy i'm just i'm spitballing here but this was this one felt really compact it felt like one it felt like one uh narrative that was split up into a number of episodes and i really i really appreciated that about it i thought it was yeah. i thought it was really I thought it was split up really well and held together nice and tightly. Like when you think about that, like it's it's that's tough to take take a, a story that that you want to tell that is a longer piece and sort of have find those uh, kind of find those act beats. Yeah. In in five independent episodes, right? Because there, yeah, for there sure. yeah, there like there weren't. I don't think that there were there was an episode of this where we said. Well, that didn't really feel like an episode of Spider-Man, you know, like, you know, yeah. it was it, like everything, everything followed a, a, an expected rhythm and yet it was all held together nicely. So do you think that the only thing that stopped you from giving it a four radioactive spider rating or higher mm-hmm. was this last episode? Yeah. hundred like, percent. Pretty much, mm-hmm. pretty much like rounding third. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they and then they broke their leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he like I I don't know. Yeah, he tripped tripped on the third base bag, man, and just face planted. Or, or, or there was yeah. a landmine between third base and home. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. Had, we we are just like we're the just analogies. chucking metaphors in a in a pot here and just 
Oh man, I just I pulverizing I them. I love it's, it. It's a gumbo of rope and baseball at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Which could be the name of your memoirs, Jason. A gumbo of rope and baseball. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yep. Yep. It sounds That's delicious. Pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Yeah, it's a sh- it's it's a shame because I really was on board with this, and I liked. I, I don't know how much you agree with this, but I really liked how action packed they were. Mm-hmm. Like the, oh, yeah. the beats yeah. of all the acts, like you said, were there. But like mm-hmm. I was never really bored. I was confused, especially with this last episode mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. of times. But yeah, yeah. I was I was never bored, and I was never like, let's go, let's move it along. Like the pacing, yeah, yeah. like you said, was really good, and not just the the dialogue and the way the plot was moving, but just like action on the screen, literal, you know, mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was done probably better than other points of this series except mm-hmm. of course for the mm-hmm. cg animation but you know oh, there's <laughs> some... beggars can't be choosing it's yeah. bad in this one man we, you know we can <laughs> yeah we that's a that's a, a dead horse we you can continue to beat uh, as you watch this but yeah they they like it's it has seemed it, it seemed a little bit more pronounced yeah yeah more obvious uh, yeah yeah uh yeah yeah like more more prevalent <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been it's been unapologetic lately where it's oh, like yeah. where it's yeah. like they're not even trying to make it look like <laughs> look like we're just using this sometimes anymore they're like they're they're like doing whole uh like uh, uh drone pans or whatever over yeah, the city sequences. where it's just where it's right. just like that looks like wolfenstein 3d <laughs> <laughs> yes or 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 lawnmower man that's right, what i keep thinking right. <laughs> wolfenstein that's a good Hor- deep cut jason <laughs> horrible either way <laughs> Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, Not yeah. something that I want to see in a spider. It must look really great in 4K. I can only imagine. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that I, I guess that I don't. I don't know. Unless you got anything else to say, I guess that's the that's uh, we can just forget about these warriors now and move on. Yeah, but all six of them. I mean, I'm 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 uh, cautiously optimistic about Hydro Man next week. Yeah, yeah. I thought mm-hmm. Hydro Man was done really well. A few was that a few seasons ago now. Yeah, I think that. Got a, a, yeah, I feel like Hydro that Man was story. very early on in season three. I think. Yeah, and from what I recall, it was handled really well. I remember both of us really liking that. I, I do remember the the thing I remember most, and I'm looking forward to this, is that it was the first point where we really got to see like some some strong character development and backstory for MJ. Like she yes. really, she really started to feel whole in that yeah. Hydro Man episode. And I would, I, because it, since she's returned from the, from the Green Goblin Ville or whatever, she is, she's, I mean, she's had, an, she's had things to do, but has not been much more than, you know, just the main squeeze of Spider-Man who is scared for him a lot, you know, and wears cowboy boots. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to see, I w- I'm looking forward to hopefully letting her have some agency and make some of her own decisions in, the, in this, uh, Hydra-Man two-parter, which we will handle both parts of next week. Uh, We're going to do it. Double header, listener. Folks. So, well, or in, in two weeks or whatever, just, you know, I mean, next episode, next, yeah. next time you listen to this and whenever it is, you do. We appreciate it, right. and we're looking forward to it. So, Absolutely. We'll talk with you then. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app. Follow us on Instagram at Spidey's Amazing Fans. And reach us by email, SpideyFansPodcast at gmail.com. Our cover art was created by Rob Momarts. Follow him on Instagram to see his latest work. We know you've got a lot of choices in animated Spider-Man podcasts. So thanks for spending this time with us. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend.